Jay pulled a fast one on us. Uh, he's completely clean shaven, and when I asked about it, totally changed the subject. It's Lori. It's Joe. It's Jay on the tee. Like I said at the top of the show, Jay's clean tape. Hold on for a second. Hey, baby, uh, I'm on the air right now at 11 for the tea. So I can't hear you. All right. Well, I'll, I'll talk. To, I'll call you after. Or listen live. All right. Bye. A quick guys, plug. And guys, listen live. Yeah, guys, I literally just had a conversation with him where I told him, I said, I have a show at 11 and then he called oh oh, it's 11 o'clock let me call Joe maybe he thought he was over at (laughs) (laughs) 11.04 well to be fair to be fair to him you know he probably was like Lori's gonna be 30 minutes late yeah you know what it'll be safe to call that's a really good point that's a really good point but let's get to the heart of the matter we have Jay Ellis with us uh, a theater star, Jay Ellis, who is completely clean shaven. I have never seen this before. Lori, I think you should take a, a screenshot and post it in the Discord. And um, oh, okay. Uh, and uh, why don't you want that, Jay? Let's keep the mystery alive. Imagine what I look like clean shaven. I actually think it's a good look. For, I mean, it's 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 getting taking getting used to, but I think I really like the look. Thank you, Paul. Uh, Paul says he likes it too. He's like, it's fun for a change, but for me, it feels very, it's very strange. I remember having like this visceral memory of my dad once he had, he always wore a mustache. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time he shaved his face completely. And it was shocking to me as a kid that a face could look so different. Mm-hmm. And then he, I was like, please don't ever do that again. It was like traumatizing to see the facial hair Wait, gone. I literally just ended this. Hold on. Okay. Sorry. I ended it and kept going. Yeah, it was very traumatizing. Um, yes, Lori, go ahead. There, there are videos that I I love of uh, people who shave their face and then show their young kids, and the kids just start bawling. They're mm-hmm. just like terrified. Oh, I didn't know that was a a thing that people did. My yeah. mom once cut her hair. So I and I call. I said, "You're not my mom." Like I was a young kid. Like well, I think I was five or six, and I was on soccer. And or in so, on a on ASO soccer team, mm-hmm. and she came to mean gay so practice from from people Gay-so. didn't know that Jay's mom put her in gay so, which was really weird. Yeah. And on our um, snack break, we ate queso. Yeah, but then we she came to pick me up. If and you hair say was so, chopped. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, and her hair was like completely chopped into a like pixie cut, and she went from like from middle of her back to that. Oh, man. And I it's, I cried and cried on the field saying that you're not my mom. I don't want to go home. It's like, you're funny. Not my mom. It's funny that you say that about a God, maybe two or three months ago, Lori told me the story that one time Kathy came out and she had shaved her pubes and Lori got oh, scared. She's like, who is this? <laughs> I don't recognize you. I don't know who you are. Who's this strange woman in my house? No, I never said that. Why would I? Why would I have a working knowledge of her pubes? What, what, what do you mean? Why would you have a working? <laughs> have you heard your stories that you yeah. tell on? Have her? you listened I, to the show? Like a handful of times, she's 
She's come, she's bottom, I've seen her bottomless. I don't stare at her pubes for long enough to have a to be like, oh, got it memorized, locked and loaded. I like that it's a handful of times. <laughs> oh, it was a handful, all right. Fistful all more. Right. So anyway, oh I want to talk about the woman of the hour as she is every week. I want to talk about Lori. So I mm-hmm. and I, I want to confront Lori today. Not confront. Not confront. Confront's the wrong word. I almost talked to Jay about this earlier. I almost called you to talk about this. Lori, I gotta be honest with you. I've talked to you a handful of times. Still fewer times than you, Senior Aunt Bottomless, but I've talked to you a handful of times over the past week, (laughs) and you sound really sad and depressed like you've given up. Is everything okay? Uh, Yeah, I'm just sad and depressed, and I've given up. So... (laughs) You know, that's fine. Yeah. What um, is going on? Are you not feeling well? I'm not feeling well. I'm just tired. And then I just have like, where I'm, work is just crazy. I have like absolutely no support. Uh, the teacher that was helping me was out sick and she just was like, well, I'm sick, so I'm not returning any phone calls. Um, and so I've just been sort of in the dark about stuff and it's stuff that like I have to get it done. And no one's helping me. So I'm just like, at this point, I'm just like, I'm going to do it, but I, I'm sure it's probably wrong. So it's just, uh, it's just infuriating. And then the other day I had an aide who has been like riding my ass this whole year and just been like a hair up my butt, um, uh, about everything. And it's just like, I'm doing everything wrong and I'm, you know, all this stuff. And she's been just super aggro to the kids. And your I, mom is she, one of your aides. Yeah. <laughs> and she, um, she got a haircut and I said, you're not my aide. Um, <laughs> I won't work with you. Of, yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, no, she, uh, I, so I had a, I've been having this cough, but it's more of a nasal drip thing. My doctor thinks it's like a allergy thing. And so, um, I, came back to work. I mean, I could have taken another day off, but I was just, we're so lack. We have so, we don't have any subs in our district. Like we're mm-hmm. so, uh, sub starved. And so I had to come back cause there was like nobody to cover my classes. And so, um, I came back and I, you know, I wore two masks all last week. I wear a mask every day. This, this lady has wears no masks and she's mm-hmm. gone on two cruises so cut to she's gone all this week, which has been a delight. And she comes back on Thursday and she yells at me and says that I gave her COVID, which she was like, I don't know if I have COVID, but I think I do. And I think you gave it to me. And I don't have COVID because I've been tested several times. And she's like, I filed a complaint because you put my life at risk and you put my family's life at risk and my husband's immune compromised. And how dare you? And it just took every, the thing, I think the thing, main thing is just impotent rage. It took every fiber of my being not to tell her that I hope you have COVID and I hope you die a painful death. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I just, I'm like, I just can't say anything to her. So I'm just like, it's just, I have to just be silent and it's really pissing me off. Jay, you want to say something here? What is it? What, what goes into filing a complaint? Like, what does that do to you? Nothing really. I mean. It's just a pain in the ass for administration. Um, but I filed several complaints against her and I said that she's 
you know, a detriment to the students. She'll flat out, she flat out tells students they're stupid. She'll tell a student, you're, you're stupid. Stop being stupid. And, you know, we have kids who physically, they like just are off the wall. They're bouncing off the walls. They need something to hold. They need something to do. And she'll take it away from them or she'll tell them to stop fidgeting. And they can't. It's a special education classroom. I'm like, what Who the fuck did you think you got into? But aren't you so, technically her boss? No, I'm not her boss. And normally I would be, but administration's her boss. But this, this district's different because they actually have, they have aides have a union oh. and she's been in there so long that, I mean, she flat out told me I was doing my job wrong and I filed a complaint and they were like, the principal was like, oh, we'll get her out of the classroom. And then she goes, well, I was told that I can't get her out of the classroom. She has to stay in the classroom and there's nothing I can do. And so now she, now that I filed a complaint against her, everything I do, she files a complaint. But Lori, let me tell you something. I have depressing news for you. Okay. What? And this comes from my years of experience of knowing people who have been teachers in the public educational system for years and years and years. Some just starting, some ending their careers, right? It's like this everywhere you go. Teachers. Yeah. They may be effective teachers. I'm not, I'm not judging the quality of their teaching skills, but are horrible people, right? They're just like children. I encourage anyone. I think it's a This American Life episode called The Rubber Room. To go listen to that episode. Oh, yeah. For about teachers. I've always talked about this. It's an amazing piece of audio. Uh, when they, they, the rubber room is the name of a place where they put teachers who are in trouble, but they're like waiting. They can't be in the classroom, but they're waiting for their like day in court, so to speak. Yeah. And so they, ha they have to show up to work. So they show up to work in this place called the rubber room and they're interviewing a teacher in the rubber. It, well, they're interviewing a teacher and you hear like, it sounds like they're in a playground. You literally think this woman on the playground, they're like, that's not a playground. It is literally the, that's just what other teachers sound like. Other teachers are just like children. They're just like yeah. the children. Yeah. So it's been, it's been infuriating. And then it's just like one of those things where, you know, they said that they're looking for somebody with more experience. And I'm, so that's why they didn't continue my contract. And it's like, I just, I, I'm trying my hardest. So I don't know. I'm just like, I'm over this year. Part of me just wants to not show up ever from now on. But then I'm like, well, I can't do that. But I, the, like, it just sucks being an adult. I think that's the main thing is that the 20 year old me would have just never showed up to work again. Jay, but, you're always the voice of reason. Why don't you weigh in here? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I worked at a school before and I know that there's ways like do uh, the faculty, the like principal and all those people, did they ever like pop in and just see what the classroom is looking like just unprompted? Um, like twice in the whole year they've done that. Okay. That was always yeah. the way because there was like teachers and aides that when I was working there where if they were walking through all of a sudden they were on their best behavior, but the kids were still unruly because it's just like, that's how the yeah. classroom was run. And I think yeah. that, that was a truer statement than, or a truer test of like what the person was doing in their room versus, you know, the person that you work with filling out a complaint form or whatever. But she yeah. it sounds like she has more tenure over year like she's, yeah she's a little bit yeah okay yeah. well i just at the end of the year i play because i like to get gifts for everyone when i since i've been an aide i've done this just like thank you cards and stuff to be like thank you so much for helping me out in the end of the year i'm not going to get her anything and i'm just going to say you have been the truly the worst person i've ever worked with and i honestly hope nothing good happens to you yeah and, and i'm the progeny I'm of, of bill and uh whatever her mom's name is rocking camp yeah 
I'm not gonna write it. I was gonna write it in a card, but I don't want to. I don't want any ri- ri- anything written because I don't want her to have proof. Because I'll just mm-hmm. deny that I said it. But yeah, I'm just gonna tell her that you've been truly the worst. You are the worst person I've ever worked with. You've done more harm to these kids than you know anyone I, I could imagine. And but Lori, yeah. if you if you're already not coming back to that school, what would it matter if? Like, what does it matter? Well, I want her to know. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, why does it matter if they know that you're, whether you're going to deny it or not? Because then it could hurt me if I want to go to a different school. They could say that I was uncooperative or something. Will you end it with your signature? I hope you and yours die in a fire. Oh, yeah. I Well, I part of me wants to tell her that I hope she gets COVID and I hope she dies a painful death. But I don't mm-hmm. know if I'll take it that far. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> A well, regular week in Lori's life. <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, I was going to go to Jay next, but this is a good transition. I, I don't think Lori knows this yet. Jay knows. I tell Jay everything because he's my friend. But, um... What? Yeah, yeah. We had a, uh, we painted each other's nails and had a pillow fight last night and he was telling I all was, gossip. I was actually thinking this yesterday. I wish Jay would be my friend because I think he's an amazing person. I really, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Thinking about what a thoughtful and amazing person Jay is. And that one day I hope he becomes my friend. That's so funny you were saying that because Jay and I were talking the other day about how we're best friends. And yeah. it would be weird if we were friends with you. I know. So, I yeah. Jay, Jay recorded it and sent it to me. That's the kind of – I'm friends with Jay, but he sends me those things. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. That's really weird. But uh, so, okay. So my pain- – I think it's the lack of beard. It's making him evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jay actually, right. you know what Jay looks like right now with no beard? He looks like the guy that your boyfriend tells you not to worry about. And you're like, Jay? What? Meanwhile, Jay's, they're totally fucking behind your back. Oh, okay. In this scenario, your boyfriend is friends with Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, like, yeah. don't worry about him. Yeah, Jay? What, what, Jay, no. Oh my gosh, no. Yeah. But meanwhile, they're doing the dirty Anyway, oh, okay. Would you ever be the other woman, Jay? Not knowingly. I don't think I could do that to somebody else. Yeah. If I, I it, it's a different thing to get involved in an affair and not know that there's something else going on. But I think the second I found out that that there's somebody else involved, that would that's the red line, like that I draw hard. By the way, Jay worked at Red Line. <laughs> what <laughs> promo? Yeah. Go, see, go watch Drag Race every Friday. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Would you do what happens if they were like, oh, well, we're separated and it's not we're getting on our way to getting divorced? Good question. Uh, That would be interesting because I feel like depending on the circumstances. So if they were separated but still living together, I don't know if I'd want to get involved with that because I still feel like there is situations that need to be resolved that maybe aren't. I would want like a, a clear cut line. I'm pretty it's you know, I mean, everything I say, I feel like is kind of black and white where it's going to be yes or no and i i don't know because i think what no no i have another question oh okay so no overall i think i would want it to be a clean break from their previous relationship total until i feel like it would be beneficial for them to be with me i don't know okay oh okay okay my next question let's say you meet this guy and you meet his roommate and the roommate is super cool like you like him you think you're like wow i would have gone on a date with the roommate right but well i'm Mm -hmm. dating this guy and it's going really, really, really well, right? And then the guy says, actually, the roommate's my boyfriend, and we're looking for a third. We want a thruple. Oh. Um, 
Mm, I mean, in the sure in the scenario, let's say if that was really something that I was into, then yeah, why not? Oh, so you would be open to that? Uh, I've never had an experience like that before, but I wouldn't turn it down necessarily because if I am not open to something, then how do I know if I like it or don't like it? So yeah, if I was vibing with both of them, I've never been in that situation before. But if it was mm-hmm. working out like that, sure. I thought you were going to go in a different direction with that question. Oh, like a threesome? No, uh, oh. as in I went on a date with one of the guys and then I met their friend friends and then hit it off with the friends and then i decided to go out with a friend instead of the uh, okay that's a good okay, that's a good question let's say you go out with this guy and it goes fine it goes but you really like the friend and then um it just fizzles out right just the, mm-hmm. the, and then would you make a play for the friend for the roommate uh, i had something that was kind of similar to that where i uh i met a guy and his friends all on the same night and then me and the one guy were talking 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 and then i would go over to his house a lot um, and then his roommate was one of the people that I initially met on the same night and him and I hit it off a little bit more. So him and I actually still hang out to this day and I don't talk to the guy who I was originally kind of seeing. Do you guys ever watch Buffy oh. together? No. Oh, all right. that's a, we, we've talked I mean, about Buffy. Oh, you have? A, oh, okay. It's interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that's not a bad question. That's a good question. What about you? I mean, uh, would you guys be in a thruple? I Lori, like what about you? Not that's not no. so out of thing. No. Um, it's it's not. It's honestly just energy wise. I mean, I love Star, but it's a lot of work just being in one relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I don't have the energy to be in multiple relationships. Is this Aid hot? By the way. No, she's an older woman with white. She is actually. She's but really you nice like guy. older women. You're the one that thinks Angela Lansbury's hot. She's like old, old, and she like does this thing where she like she'll take off her socks in my classroom. What? And she licks her she licks her hand and wipes her feet with her hand. It's the grossest what? thing. Like a cat? What? Yeah. What? It's it's the grossest. It's like it makes me nauseous just talking about it. When it, she's doing it, do you go hold up? I wait leave. a minute. I just leave the Hold classroom. Hold up. Wait a minute. Who is having that conversation? Not me. I'm leaving the classroom. Or were you silenced? I was silenced. She's like preening herself. That's, I've never heard of somebody licking their hands and rubbing their feet. Yeah. It's really gross. I'm almost afraid. Well, Joe, you'll know this. On Golden Girls, uh, Rose yells at a woman in a funeral home or a courthouse. And she drops dead. It's oh, like a yeah, famous uh-huh. episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's like, oh, something. It's early. Do you think that if you early if you two. yell at her enough, she'll just drop dead in front of you? Yeah. Uh, no, I can't yell at her. That's the whole thing. Is like, then then it becomes on me. Then I'm the teacher that can't can't keep it cool. So I just say nothing to her when she yells at me, which is infuriating. Um, somebody asked in the chat room if uh, if a parent has co- yeah several parents have filed complaints about her. Have and, any parents filed complaints about you? No. Oh. Interesting. Do they tell you if they do? Uh, yeah, because there, w- there would be an investigation and they would have to ask me questions and stuff. Can you imagine you're the investigator and you have to go investigate Lori? And Lori goes, look, I run a successful bloody podcast about yeah, investigations yeah. and murder. I know what you're trying to do here. <clears throat> well, I will say this. I know it's shocking, but I mean, I'm well liked. Like I'm, I'm a... Overall, the students like me. the The teacher, ever, all the other teachers like me. So, Lord, didn't your students tell you? Did, did your students tell you that in an active shooter situation, they would hide behind you? 
Yeah. Well, that's just because I'm fat. I mean, oh. that's smart planning. You know, <laughs> I don't, they, I'm not, I'm angry, but I'm not, I'm impressed, you yeah. know. Do they chant Coach R and throw streamers when you walk through the hallways? No. Oh, okay. Um, although what, <laughs> this was funny. So this, this goes in the face of what, uh, cause I, I'm, you know, I'm, I have a very small pod. Like I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a general education teacher. Right. So, you know, uh, this is kind of a, uh, ego, uh, dump, but I have to, I have to, uh, monitor this message board that this teacher has because it's an English teacher and she'll post questions on the message board and then kids will answer the questions. And my kids will sometimes say like not safe for school, not appropriate for school things. Um, so I had to sort of monitor the message board. And one time this teacher posted something and the kids answered it. And then they started like chatting amongst themselves, which they're not supposed to do. So I, I met, I put in there, I go, Hey guys, this isn't a chat room. You have to, you know, you have to move on. You can't type in here. Um, if it's not related to the message or the question. And so then my, one of my students said, okay, Miss R, I apologize. And then like, not even like two seconds later, another student goes, who the hell is Miss R? <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not known. Or, yeah, yeah. I'm not known around, around the, the classroom. Town. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's just kids in general. They're pretty singular with who they know in the school. Unless oh, the yeah. teacher's very cool. Like I, sure. I can name only my teachers through elementary school, except for maybe two that I knew of who like would come and watch the class sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Um, my, I called my brother one time during, uh, during class. class. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, was that in the lesson plan? Yeah. What? That seems pretty professional. Well, so this, uh, student was, had to do like a, he oh, kiss his brother or something? No, he had to take a poll of how, how many game controllers do you own? And so he had to turn it in by the end of the period. Um, and he had to do 30 people and I just kept telling him, make it up, dude. They're not going to like, they're not going to like corner you and be like, did you really question 30 people? Like, I'm just like, make it up. Just say you question, just put down. So let me get this straight. You called your brother in the middle of class and you told a student to make up information. Yeah. Was the aide seeing this? No, the aide wasn't there. So I was like, you know, just make it, and it's fine. I mean, they, I, the teacher even said, you know, you just need 30. So just put it down. So he was like, no, 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 I have to answer. I have to ask 30 people. And I only have 29. And I was like, all right, I'll call my brother. So I call my brother because he's a big video gamer. And um, I said, you know, a student has a question for you. And so my brother answered the question. And then my brother goes, how do you like my, uh, my sister as a teacher? And Alexander, this kid is very sweet. He goes, oh, she's great. And then all these other kids go, she's the worst. She, that's cap. That's cap. It's just like, that means that's lying. They're lying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've not heard that. Before. Yeah. Okay. I thought it meant it was great. So I was using that for, it's great. And then I guess it means that that's false. Um, and so then they all were like, and then this one kid goes, this R smells like a fart. <laughs> So <laughs> seems like they respect you and hold you to a high yeah. degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're yeah, you great. Really well loved. They're I just great. heard the term yeet. Have you heard of yeah. that? When you throw something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you're what? Like you throw it. Right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Where did that come from? My nephew said, and I go, when I what? 
What did you just call me? There's this guy that I um, follow who fixes phones. He's a very, he's like very technical and he does that a lot. He's like, I think he's Australian or New Zealand. And it'll be like, I eat that away. And uh, so, yeah, he's great. All right. I'm very behind um, in the lingo, I guess. Not to change subjects, but I, I, for the first time yesterday, Star and I went to Hamburger Mary's. Mm-hmm. How was Hollywood? I have a little bit of a, a headache because um, I have a little bit of a hangover. But um, How was it? Was Which it bingo it, last night? Oh, they live in no, you went to, the one in Long Beach? Santa, Santa Monica. Oh, Santa Monica. Yeah, where's the oh, one in Santa, Santa Monica? Monica? Santa Monica Boulevard. Well, it, oh, in West uh, Hollywood. Yeah, West Hollywood. Oh, okay. What kind of burger did you get? Uh, we got the Mary. I just got the plain Mary burger, not the Chad Michaels All Stars winner one. They they did like themed burgers. I think they had one called like the Buffy Burger or something that had garlic on it. Oh, really? Joe probably knows the menu though. He loves it there. Yeah, he didn't. Um... <clears throat> We they didn't really have any like specifically named burgers, but um, they had, like some kind of like the sunrise burger or something. But yeah, the, oh, they didn't um, have the Chanel burger. I don't think so. No, mm. but uh, it was good. Yeah, we got uh uh these like um legs. They give you these like drinks and legs. Yeah, and oh, yeah. the leg. I mean, I should take. I should share the photo. The leg is like half the size of my arm. Like it's the skinniest leg I've ever seen, and um, it's uh, yeah, it was it was fine. They had a the um drag show, and there were uh, there was one girl who I thought did really well. She was like this, she was built like a linebacker, but she was like doing high kicks and stuff. It was crazy. You know what? They probably had good lineup because DragCon is this weekend. Oh, you're right. I saw Tempest Du Jour out the other day, just walking. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I know Laura. You, I don't know if you watched season. Oh, you did watch season seven. She was the yeah. first out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Tempest is tall, so that's why I think I really knew well, who she, it was. But you're right. I think a lot of people are in L.A. right now for DragCon. Yeah, I bet you Mickey's on Monday. Let's see what let's see what the Mickey's Monday lineup is. Hold on. If usually the if Mickey's, I had to guess, and this okay. is just from the, I can the tell previous you. season. Oh, oh, you can tell I who can was tell there. While I look it up, who was there? Okay. Yeah, who was yeah. at Hamburger Mary's while Joe's looking it up? Yeah, Layla Amor. Okay. She was the she was my favorite. Uh Barbie's Addiction, T Barbie. Uh Misty Violet. And oh shoot, I didn't get the host. I think the host was like Alasia something. What the fuck did you just call me? Um but she was funny. She was very like um, you know, a lot of it was like dick sucking and stuff like that, but she was really funny. She was, it was funny cause she walked around with a mini fan everywhere. And she, so I but I was just like, it must be just so hot having to do that. The, you know, the show. So, but it was just <laughs> funny to see her. The only thing I thought was kind of weird was they had like the, the show manager had, and I should have taken a picture but it was like he was wearing like he was just the guy who like he would walk around and give you one like break change for you. And then he would like um, if if the host was like busy putting on a wig or something, he would like give it up for so and so or something. He just kind of walk around and stuff. And then he was also had a bucket. And every single time they got tips, they would put the money in the bucket. And he was like in charge of that. But he wore like this like 
like essentially like a swimsuit, like a one piece swimsuit outfit with like the tiniest short shorts and then like a fanny pack. That's what and Jay I was wearing like, when I first met him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's on me right now. That was at church. Uh, okay. I have oh, the yeah. lineup. It's actually a very interesting lineup. They're taking, you know, because they're, you know, they're making that new, uh, wow show, which is going to be a bunch of these. They're turning the panels into a show with all reunions for shows that never had reunions. You know? Oh. So a lot of the foreign girls are in for DragCon this year. This, this year. Mm-hmm. And so it's a very foreign uh, lineup. It's Crystal Versace, who is the winner of last season's UK. Carrie okay. Colby is there. Maxi Shield, who was on uh, Drag Race Australia. Uh, Oceana Aqua Black, who I think she's like a Drag Race, maybe Italy girl or something. Or someone will tell me. Someone will for sure correct me in the chat room in a second. And then, of course, Mystique Summers Madison. Bitch, I am from Chicago. Uh, it's your face. It's uh, your mug. <laughs> well, well, that's funny because it's hosted by Morgan McMichaels. Yeah. Yeah. They were, For people who don't know, in season two, they famously got in a big fight on Untucked where Mystique told Morgan, bitch, I am from Chicago. And Morgan told her, Jay. And she, <laughs> fix your face. Fix your mug. Yeah. Bitch, I don't need to fix my mug. Yeah. Her voice is so high compared yeah. to like her body, like what you. And think then Akira Chanel Davenport and Cheryl Hole, who is a Drag Race UK person as well. Oh, I just watched season one of uh, UK, and mm-hmm. I liked Cheryl Hole, but yeah. it's very like Alyssa Light. Like if you wanted an Alyssa Edwards oh, yeah. type, you mm-hmm. would go for Cheryl. Yeah. But um, who was the one you said right before that? Oh, Akira. I love Akira. I mm-hmm. I really wish that she did perform better on All Stars six five. What's funny, if Lori ever let me get a word in edgewise, uh, if this hadn't happened, I would have gone on Monday. I would have gone to that. These are the other girls who are never there. You would have gone to what? This Mickey's show. Actually, technically I can go, but that's not how I work. That's not how I Yeah, why don't you fill us in about what's going on? Yeah, thank you, Jay. How's your week been, Jay? Yeah. Oh, Okay. So Wednesday, get ready for a snooze face. So when, so Wednesday, I uh, my mom got a phone call. So my mom, my parents are involved in this Catholic church thing, and they have these events every so often, and there's like a big retreat. They, my, but only retreats only for new people, okay? But there's a big mass at the end, and my parents go to the mass at the, the every time they have this retreat. Basically, it's a cult, and um. So they went last Sunday, they went to the mass that celebrates the end of the retreat. Well, one of the people that was at the mass uh, called my mom and was like, this is like Wednesday and is like, um, no, it might have been Thursday. Who cares? Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday. Everybody from that retreat is getting COVID, right? And my mom's like, so then of course my mom starts freaking out, you know? And we have a bunch of those at-home tests. So finally, like at three, she's still, pan- I have COVID. I'm like, no, you don't have COVID. You're vaxxed. You're double boosted. You were only at the mass. The woman who was there the whole weekend who called you, she's not, and she's not even vaccinated. She, uh, she's fine. She doesn't have it. So my mom goes, well, I want to take a test anyway. So I'm all fine. Take a test. And we're just ha 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 taking the test. 
and giving the test and I, and I do the test and I'm talking to Aiden and I'm like, oh, let me go see the result of my mom's stupid test. She tested positive. So my mom has COVID. I'm so sorry. Thank you. A, I want to actually make this an ad for Vax and getting Vax and boosted and all that shit. My mom is, for the most part, asymptomatic. So, like, she has, like, the sniffles. She, uh, like, sleeps a little more than usual. I mean, she's mostly awake during the day, but she might take a nap in the middle of the day. Now, right away, she called her doctor. So, by the way, and by the way, my, my dad and I have zero symptoms so far. So, once again, I think, I, so far, I think this is a sign not, or it should be evidence. This is why you get vaccine fully boosted. My mom has very, 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 very mild symptoms and she's isolated. I threw her in the river. And then my dad and I, uh, my dad and I are totally fine so far, you know, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood. So anyway, but you know, there is a, me- there's a, a drug called Paxlovid, which is out by Pfizer. And by the way, this is a warning to everybody. Don't let your doctor, if you get COVID, any of you, fight for your right to Paxlovid, okay? There's this false impression among doctors. I don't know why they get it out there. Fauci, you can look it up. Fauci's talked about this. In the early days when Paxlovid was approved, there was a shortage. So they wanted to reserve it for like really old people, really sick people. Now they have too much. And doctor, they don't know why doctors aren't prescribing it. I think doctors are still under the impression that it is a shortage. So if you get COVID, fight for you, fight to get Paxlovid is what I'm going to tell you. But anyway, yeah, Jay. Did she have to like kind of convince? No, well, no. So she's, so the doctor was going to, she called her doc, she called Kaiser and they're going to have a doctor call her. And he called right away. She said, I want you on the phone in case I need to fight for this. But I will say to Kaiser's credit, they were like, okay. Um, he, she listened, but he's like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm putting in an order. Do- a Beastie Boys remake of Fight for Your Right to Party, but Fight <laughs> yeah. for Your Right for Paxlovid. <laughs> yeah. I already, I'm already halfway through that. Um, uh, I have another one where it's We Didn't Start the Fire, but it's Don't Believe Lore, You Liar. And that's a real one I've been working on for a while, by the way. <laughs> for a oh, while? Really? Okay. I've been working yeah. on it for a while, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to organize all your kind of like, you know, <laughs> Kathy's aunt is bottomless. Da, 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 da. You know, like, so like, um anyway Good progress yeah so oh yeah i didn't close this window hold on oh just gone do you think he'll cut this out or should we just no talk? i think it'll be in okay so anyway um so anyway so like no the doctor the doctor was like i'm, I'm prescribing you paxlovid Right and go get an AFAP. So I I volunteer. My mom was isolating. I go. I'll go get the Paxlovid. So I go to the pharmacy to pick up the Paxlovid. Pick it up. And they're like the pharmacist needs to speak with you. I'm like okay. So oh by the way by the way, before my mom took the test, she was just panicking, but she was like no symptoms whatsoever. Then I'm not even joking. The second she finds out, she's like. <laughs> Well, has she gotten a PCR test or what is it PRC or PCR where, cause sometimes, you know, those home tests do false positives. I thought they mostly do false negatives, but I could be wrong. Jay, you're the expert here. 
I actually don't. I, we have the home test, but we haven't been in a position to. We we had one box that was going to expire, so we took them for fun, quote unquote, just to yeah. be like, let's use it before we just throw it away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know actually the statistics on it because I haven't really had to depend on them. Yeah, I think so the I thing is, I think the thing is, is that the home test give false negatives, but then the PCR test can also give not false positives, but it stays in your system. It detects very very tiny amounts. So even though oh. you're completely better, it still detects you as positive. Anyway, oh, those okay. are the ones that they do drive through, like CBS yeah. type things, right? Yeah. PCR. Yeah, I feel like productions, those are the ones because we they need to know like very quickly the 15 minutes to if you can work or not. So yeah. okay. So anyway, so so for those of you who don't know, Paxlovid is a drug made by Pfizer that pretty much guarantees the doctor. I hear the doctor tell my mom, he's like, "Look, this is what's going to happen." The worst you're going to get, the worst is a really nasty cold. It's going to keep you out of the hospital. The worst you get is like a bad flu or a bad cold. So go get this now. And uh, and he also said it also, I didn't know this part. It makes you less contagious as well. So that's also been very helpful. So uh, I go to the hospital. I pick it up. The, the, the pharmacist needs to talk to you. So I go to the side. I actually have the audio. Maybe I'll put it in here. And he says, I recorded it in case Betty needed to hear it. He says, look it. I'm going to take it out of the box for you. Takes it out of the box. And he says, see this side? There are three pills. This is the blue side. That's for the night. There's a moon. Like I'm an idiot. Here's the gold side. Three pills. Two pink pills, one white pill. That's gold. There's a sun. That's for the morning. You take the night pills at night, the morning pills in the morning. You understand? All three pills in the night, all three pills in the morning. And I go, Understood for five days. So I get home. I go, Mom, I need to give you here's your medicine. Oh, just leave it at the door. Leave it at the door. I'm like, no, I gotta explain to you how this works. Take it out, show her blue, moon, not everything that he just does. Gold, morning. She understood. Then she calls me an hour later. Wait, just to be sure, I'm taking the blue side. And I go, Yes, the side with the moon on it. Okay. 12.30 in the morning. I'm asleep. Ring! My phone rings. Hello? Joey, I took the wrong side. I took the morning one. Oh, my God. And I go, what is wrong with you? I, I, I got so angry. Oh <laughs> I got so unbelievably angry that I couldn't sleep for three hours. And I took a Xanax. I took a Tylenol PM. It finally was a CBD that just put it over the top. I took like a cocktail. That would not, I was so I, I could feel my brain throbbing, right? Yeah. But luckily, I wanted my mom to be safe, so I Google it. So this, again, more knowledge in case anyone out there takes the wrong dose. They're actually, the, the doses are all exactly the same. But you need to take this very specific cocktail of the two pink and the one white twice a day. So it's essentially a pillbox, right? So, but they, but it's only a five day uh, treatment. So they just, so my mom had to take the night in the morning. Now she's on the right track. So then, this might be, yeah, uh, go ahead, uh, I know we're not pharmacists or doctors, but why can't they combine that into all three doses into one pill, like one big pill? Hey, Con, not, a how will, I know? not a will pill. No, because will then pill. it would be like a, then it would have to be like the size of my arm and it would be a suppository or something. But are they, are they large? Like the pills on their own? I don't know. I can't see them. They're these little foil packets. I think there's like, there's probably some reason why they can't go together. Like the cat, they, they don't react well in your system or something. I think honestly, I think if they could have made it one pill, they would have, 
I don't, I don't think there's any pharmacist out there that's like, yeah, we need to I'm make this several pills. Yeah. I just, I guess I wish that they could. That's all. Oh, yeah. Lauren S is saying that her coworker had symptoms and got a false positive on the at home test. PCR said negative. Well, look, here's, look, here's the deal. She's already three days in. Like, let's just, it, we're fine. Mm-hmm. She, so, yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna say she has COVID. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause she won't, cause here's the deal. She's driving us crazy. So I would love for her to be negative, but she won't, she leaves the room actually. She, but we have to, for her to leave her bedroom to go outside, my dad and I have to leave the house, like go outside. Then she goes through and then she has a, an aerosol can of Lysol that she sprays and cleans every surface, right? She's already, Closed the vents to her bedroom, and she wants my dad to build. By the way, she's done in theory on Wednesday. She wants uh, to build like special coverings because she doesn't want us to get COVID through the vents. Like, there's a whole thing. So she's like, she's not going to leave the house if we got a PCR test. It's just not going to happen. I mean, I've heard of people. It's more common now that people are not getting in the same household. Somebody can have COVID, and the other, like the partner, the other people living in the house don't get it. Yeah. So, oh yeah, my. My girlfriend, Star, she, or both her parents, when she was living with her parents, both her parents had COVID and she didn't get it. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, it's, I think, I don't know how that really works, but um, I, mean, just, I guess it's better safe so it doesn't knock you out too. You isolate. Well, we had a, like, I had a big issue because um, when her dad got COVID or when her stepdad got COVID, her and her mom were like, you know, she was, he isolated himself in his room. But her and her mom were walking around with no masks on. And I was like, you guys got to put masks on. Oh, no. It's, it's like, like you uh, can't. This was, but this was like during the pandemic. Yeah. Like this was before we were vaccinated. You yeah. know, this is during the pandemic. And I was like, you guys got to put. And I was just like, I literally was like, start. If you get COVID, like that's another two months we can't see each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like, come on. And so she finally did it. And then luckily. So, I mean, I don't want to say that I, I annoyed her into not getting COVID, but I feel like I did. Now, uh, really quickly, just one more thing is, as we know, my mom is a terrible patient. And the drama has already started. She sent me a laundry list of, like, she needs certain things and water pitchers. And it's like, you know, but now the equivalent is I get a phone call or she calls me on a walkie-talkie. And then now her new thing is she has a very – by the way, when my mom makes breakfast for herself, she just throws together – like, I'm not even joking. My mom has – a bowl of cereal with some fruit in it. End of story. Pretty much every day. That's what she has for breakfast for herself. Now it's like, I want three eggs uh, over medium. I don't want any of the stringy stuff. I don't like the stringy stuff. So it has to be three eggs over medium, three corn tortillas, um, a little jar, a little container of salsa, and I want some mixed fresh fruit like berries and blackberries. And I was like, oh, God, what a nightmare, right? So then I made it. But it's not too bad, actually. So I made it this morning, right? And um, then I go, I was pouring her a glass of water. That's what she usually drinks. And my, my dad comes in. He goes, oh, she doesn't want water. She wants um, hot water with a little lemon and some honey. And I'm like, this fuck. Can you... <laughs> She thinks I'm Denny's or something. If the juice could oh be God. fresh squeezed, it would really yes, make me feel better. Yes. Yes. She made my dad go buy fresh pineapple because she heard that eliminates mucus. 
Oh, oh my gosh. I don't know if that's true. And I don't believe in anything that's, she says. Me, me as the Miranda Cosgrove thing looking on my laptop. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. Also Googling, why can't all pills be one pill? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of Googling to do after this episode. Yeah. Now, Jay, the, now you're a person I want to talk to very much. We have a couple of things to talk about. A. I also have a story about my aunt real but yeah. We we'll, can... we'll close it off with that. You had 27 okay. minutes earlier. Now, Jay. <laughs> I was looking at the time of we we've been talking about Lori for twenty seven minutes. Yeah, and I've got Eurovision to watch at noon, so we got. First off, you, re- you guys ask you guys ask me questions. All right, Wait. so let's let's just let's call a spade a spade. You're let's, the ones at fault. Let's rewind the tapes. Yeah, <laughs> people will hear this. Jay, uh, you had opening night of your new play, Space Captain, the Captain of Space. Space yep, Captain. How did it night. go last night? Tell me all about it. I want. I would have gone. I, yeah, I know you were you were set to come. I think this weekend, but um, it went really great. We had a good crowd. It was um, the show went perfectly. I mean, it it's kind of amazing that the transition worked out. Everybody, I guess the lead said that he dropped two lines, but I wasn't in the scene, so I didn't hear that. The most annoying thing is that when you're in the backstage with a bunch of actors, it's just like me, me like everybody wants to talk about their old projects, whatever. Like like it's just a constant me factory so that's the only part that i hate about plays and i'm I'm ready to be done with them after this one it's a lot of commitment but it, it was nice because all of the rehearsals all the not seeing paul all the missed dinners like everything it, it did come together last night and we had a really great show and oh, that's um, awesome. yeah we got out of hair makeup and stuff and then i left the theater and some really nice people waited to like tell uh, there's a guy who i'm in a lot of scenes with so they were like we just want to tell you that you guys did a fantastic job and i don't even know who they were there with or for but it was just like a really nice kind of like really cool. button on the night. Yeah. So, and it's kind of one of those things where I was, this happened to me when I worked at Redline because you're, you're just kind of pumped up and you'd get home at two thirty, two forty five in the morning. And then you can sleep for an hour because you're just still kind of writing the like, okay, I got to slow down the momentum. And yeah, stand um, up so like I watched that. a couple of people's courts <laughs> and I went to bed after, but it was, oh, I, wow. it, it was really nice. It's I'm, we have another one tonight and then we have two shows tomorrow and then we have next week. But it's just really strange to have the show actually be here and performing versus for just the three people who have been in the audience the whole time. Yeah, if I'm sure. negative on Wednesday, I'm testing myself on Wednesday, then I will go. Yeah, I, I, I would be happy to have you there. It's, I mean, obviously think of the safety and stuff because it is, they're, they're requiring vaccine cards. Masks are mandated, like they're handing them out if you don't walk into the place with it. But it mm-hmm. is a smaller theater. And this is the most that I've been exposed to people without masks or in a, a space that is smaller since mm-hmm. in two years. So I'm yeah. like, I keep telling Paul, if you don't get it through the court and I don't get it through this play, I, I don't know. I mean, I think we're going to be immunity forever, but well, my mom went to a church thing where of course it's a, it's a very, a very churchy thing. There are people there who are not vaccinated. Like the woman that called my mom is not vaccinated. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but it's just, yeah. you know, I'm, I, I, I worried about it. And I said, I, the most I can do is, the vaccine and I'm boosted and I'm getting my second booster. I think early next week, if I can, I'm trying to, somebody told me that I'm, I'm due for it or I could be due for it. So I'm going to wait and I'm going to a lot of trips in June. So I'm going to wait until like early June. I think it only lasts for like six weeks. The effect. Oh, um, right? okay. I was told that I have to wait six months when I got my first booster. So I think in July, I think that's when I'm due for my, Oh, I my next booster. Like October, but wait, yeah. like, Lloyd, I want to tell you a story. So yesterday Jay's telling me yesterday about how he hates plays. Isn't like going to plays. And yeah. he go, he literally says this to my face, Lori. He goes, if you were in a play, I wouldn't go see it. Like just, I mean, I understand the sentiment, 
But he said, if you were in a play, I'd buy a ticket and not show up. So, and this is a bigger conversation, but my friend is having a sketch show. And I said, she's like, sent out the flyer. And I'm like, that's amazing. Congrats. I will buy a ticket. I will not show up. I want you guys to get reimbursed for renting the space. You guys get paid, like whatever your take home is, but I have no interest in coming to see you. So I'll buy the ticket in support, but I will not go see. What do you think of that, Lori? I mean, yeah, that's a dick move. Uh, (laughs) It's unusually dicky for Jay, who's usually very conscious of this stuff. But then I guess my behavior, it's actions speak louder than words. Because when Lori did stand up, I went. That's true. No, but Jay, why can't you do the thing that I've done many times in the past? I've talked about in the shows is I buy the ticket. I don't go, but I time it. So I'm there at the end with flowers. And I go, oh, my God, it was so good. Oh, that's a great, that's actually something I should do. Oh, yeah, I've done it it many, many, many times. Many times. And then use the old, like, oh, you look like you were having so much fun up there. Yeah. 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 I, uh... Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, Jay, do you remember that with a story I said, you told me yesterday, I said, I'm not going to give you a comment until the show. What was that? Oh, yeah. I remember. Do I remember? It was traumatizing. Okay, but Lori, you're... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, this will be the first time Lori's hearing it. I can't go to your show, your play. So I kind of, I kind of get it. Although I will say this, I can't go to your play, but I'm definitely not buying a ticket to me. To be honest with you, if I can't buy it, if I can't go, then I'm not going to buy a ticket, but I, I, so I kind of get where you're coming from. But, but now, but yeah. Lori, now I wonder Jay's going to have to quiz me now on the play when I go and I'm yeah. talking to him afterwards. Yeah. 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 If I now see Joe in the a... parking lot, I'll be like, so what was your favorite scene? Yeah. He's definitely yeah. going to do that. Yeah. Can you quote your favorite line that I said? Um, no, it's just, I mean, it's, it's more of a thing of like, look, I can at least financially support you. I may not want to go see every friend. I I just have a lot of friends who are performers and it just, you know, you've seen their, again, I wouldn't ask people to come see my play because it's taking time out of your day schedule and safety. So let's take a bet. Do you think Cilantro will go with me? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm not one of the girls at brunch. Yeah. So Jay, what was the story you told yesterday that I said, I'm going to hold, I don't remember. I really don't. Okay, so I my schedule's been very locked in lately. It's been so counterintuitive to how I live my life. So I basically have enough time to wake up, go to the gym, and then go to the rehearsal space for fight call, go into the play, and it's like rinse, repeat every single day. So yesterday I was at a different gym than I normally go to because I was like, oh, I'll just go closer oh. to where we've been doing the show. Mm-hmm. And um, do you remember now? Yeah, I remember now. <laughs> so I, I go to a, a different gym because I'm like, it's closer to the, the space that we're going at. So I'll just go immediately from the gym to the play. So I'm using a cable machine, which is the one that has the two wires on the side with the weights in it and then a pull-up bar in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm I'm working at my triceps and a guy is looking at me and he goes like motions to the pull-up bar and he goes, and I take off my headphones and I go, yeah. And he goes, can I use the pull-up bar uh, in between your sets? And I'm like, yeah, of course. So he waits for me to finish up. He puts a dumbbell, like a 20 pound dumbbell that has bigger circles on the end to step up to, to get onto the pull-up bar. And so he sets it down, does his first set of pull-ups, fine, whatever. I go back to doing triceps. We alternate again. He pulls himself up on the bar. And when he goes to step down onto the dumbbell, the dumbbell slides out from under his feet and he goes flat onto the floor, hits his head, knocked out. Knocked out completely cold. Just knocked out. <laughs> Joe's so proud of himself. I don't know if this man's dead or alive, so this this may not be the best to laugh at. But I'm immediately, I immediately, so immediately, I'm the closest person to him. And 
I see people see it happen. And the first thing they teach you in like first aid CPR is start assigning people things to do because otherwise people just stare and whatever. They're, they're just like shocked. So I tell somebody to go tell the front person to call an ambulance and or use their phone. And I tell other people to go get cold, like paper towels. Cause in my head, I'm thinking just like he may have overheated. I don't really know what the situation was. I think he just lost his footing, but his friend runs over who he was there with. And it's like an older, he was like probably like late fifties. So not like a young spry guy that I felt like I could move, but the friend runs over and starts like hitting him, like shaking his shoulders to try to wake him up. And the guy's eyes start to flutter, but where the location is of this gym, the fire department is not right across the street, but maybe two stores down, like you're at the fire department. So they're there in about a minute and a half. And there's like a a circle crowd around us. And I'm like, I don't know what, I feel like I'm on display helping this poor man who like lost his footing. They get him into a stretcher. They're asking him questions. So I know he was awake, but there was no blood, which makes me feel a little bit better. But they carted him out. And like that, it just kind of like threw me through a loop. I, I, uh. Wouldn't it be great if they picked up the weight and they put it on the stretcher and they left him there and took it out like a cartoon? <laughs> yeah. What an but, idiot. But it's just like, I mean, it, it was because he was too short to reach the bar. And yeah. when he set his weight down on that weight again, it just, it, it fell forward and he fell backward. And I mean, that's not a, not significant. <laughs> yeah. And when I went to, when I told that person to run to the front desk, it, their legs went in like a circle before they actually like, started going. <laughs> yeah, they run. <laughs> I don't have that sound with me right now. But yeah. <laughs> so we had a, at the gym that I worked at, we had this guy who used to put weights around him and he would put weights on the side so he could like go on, do pushups on the weight, on the dumbbells. Oh, I do that. Like yeah. with his feet. You know, and then he would put a bell in front of his head and a bell behind him so he could jump from those bells and then do like an elongated thing. And we would ask him several times, we'd catch him doing it. We go, guy, you can't do this. Like, you're going to hurt yourself. He'd be like, no, it's fine. I'm fine. I've done this hundred times. I'm a professional. This is fine. So of course, one time he does the, he does this thing where he tries to go to the thing and he misses it. And he, his face, his whole face hits the dumbbell and he knocks his front. He knocks all of his front teeth out and then he wants to sue us. He's like yelling at me and not, well, not at me, but like yelling at this, another person who, and then also I'm in the area. So he's like pointing at all of us. He's like, you guys don't wipe the dumbbells down properly. I'm going to sue you. And I was like, dude, you're a freaking moron. Like those kind of people are, I'm just like, what the hell are you trying to prove? Like do do a different workout. Sound like Donald Trump. You guys are all tremendous assholes for yeah. not wiping down the dumbbells. Yeah, exactly. We all know I'm the great, the greatest at dumbbells. You messed up bigly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was Donald Trump. Donald Trump was the one. I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't want to say it. You didn't but, want to out him, but he does it yeah. up with uh, his his dumbbells. Yeah, it's people's behavior at the gym is bizarre, but this one was a little bit more like I I know this poor man was not looking to do that. He wasn't doing anything super unsafe. It was just a yes, he a means was. To an he end. was. He had a dumb. He was using a dumbbell as a as a stepping stool. That's incredibly stupid. What's funny is Jay was like, "You call nine one one. You get a towel." Uh, Paul, is it Topo Chico flavored? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was unrelated, but I was thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> 
from yelling out all of those orders, I had to get yeah. my bubbly. But they, t- I mean, Laura, you probably have taken these classes. They tell you to to yeah. assign, like, you go get the AED, you go call 911, you go do stuff, because otherwise people just stand there expecting results for no reason. Like, yeah. they just don't know what to do. Well, they're in, sh- yeah, they're in shock. So the, yeah, you just so yeah, the goal, and, and also, like you were saying, they crowd. Yeah, so they'll, they'll crowd and then they just stare. Yeah. So, yeah. That was the most upsetting because it's just like, get out, like, not go about your day, but maybe just like try to do something helpful, which is clear the air. Clear. Let the me state. ask well, you a question, Jay. Were any of the firemen hot? Uh, yes. There was okay. a... <laughs> <laughs> I remember years and years ago, my grandma was obviously still alive. We were, my cousin and I were visiting my grandma, right? And she lived in like the senior community. And a woman comes, a Filipino lady comes knocking on the door, like, you know, come, come, come. It's an emergency. And we go next door and there's this old man. I remember vividly walking to the door and there's a very, 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 very old man. His eyes are bulging out. Mucus is coming from his mouth, right? And he, he can't breathe. So I call 911. Uh, and I, it's the same thing. Like, I'm all, Richard, you do this. Richard was with me. I'm all, Grandma, go do this. And blah, blah, blah. I called 911. Because the, the nurse, the nurse didn't know to call 911. But anyway, so the paramedics were waiting. The paramedics are there in half a second. They must live, they must be close by two. They're there so quickly. And by the way, spoiler alert, the, the old man lived. Okay. I want to remember that. Oh. Yeah. He lived. Right. But anyway. Or I'll um, checked out of this story. No, no. So, so then the, the firemen get there, the paramedics get there, and they're running in. And, they're so hot, all of them. And I'm like, like I elbow my cousin. I'm like, look how hot this old man's mucus can't breathe. And I'm like, look at how hot that guy is right there. You're all trying to pull focus. You're like, I have a tickle in my throat. Can somebody come look at me? And I just fainted right there. Uh, Laura, you said you had a story about your aunt? Oh, yeah. So... Uh, so I, John or Joe, Joe will know who this person is. So John Shevsky, John Tomaszewski. Oh, uh, yeah. This guy, is, John Tomaszewski. And listen to this. T- he was a comic. And he's a nice guy. But his name was John Tomaszewski. And he's so sick of people not getting his name right that he doesn't go with John Thomas. He goes with John Shevsky. Go ahead. Um, so he, uh, he's a realtor. He's, he works in real estate. Oh, he's done now. with stand up? Um, I, I don't think he's done since, I know since the pandemic, we talked briefly and I don't think since, I don't know if he's, if it's been before, but I know that he, yeah, he's, he's since moved on. Um, so, uh, he, um, so my aunt is looking, you know, she's dealing with trying to buy a house with my mom and sell her house. Mm -hmm. So at the time they were, they put an offer in at this house and they weren't sure if they were going to get it. So I, I reached out to John and I was like, Hey, my aunt's looking for a house and she's looking to sell her house. And, um, you know, I don't know, you know, she's a little fickle to deal with, but I, if you're, I can give you, yeah, I can give you her phone number. So he goes, okay, well, then as soon as I sent it to him, like, literally the next day, they get the offer they put on this house gets accepted. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a whole issue with that house. You know, there's all these issues with that house. But so they might not end up taking it. But um, John, uh, but my aunt goes, well, I, we're, we're going to be buying this house through this other realtor, but you could possibly sell my house. But I have a cash offer. I have a guy who says he's willing to pay cash for it. And I might end up using the realtor for this other house that I'm doing. So um, 
John was like, that's no problem. You know, whatever. Let me just show you some, let me just, let's just do two work two weeks together. And if you don't like the, the um, bids that I get, that's fine. So I was talking to my aunt the other day and I was like, how's it working out with John? And she goes into full tears, like starts crying on the phone. And she says, Lori, I've been telling him that I don't know if I can use him as my realtor. I've been very upfront with him and he's very nice and very professional, but it's really making me uncomfortable that he keeps doing work for me. And I tell him, I don't know if I can hire you as my realtor and I don't want him to do all this work if I can't hire him as my realtor. And it's making me very uncomfortable that he keeps insisting on doing all this work for me. And I was just like, that's what a realtor does. Like, what the hell? So she's like, now she's like, I don't think I'm going to answer any more of his phone calls. Wait, wait. Also, isn't the same woman that has housekeepers come to the house, pays them by check, and then cancel the check and find one little thing they did wrong to cancel the check? Yes. Okay. So I was like, that's what the, that's what his job is. That's what he does. And so she's like, I've just been telling him over and over again, I don't know if I can hire him as my realtor. And he keeps saying, that's fine. I just want to make sure you get the best offer. So just let me know if there's anything I can do. Why would he say that? That just makes me feel awful. Jay, your thoughts? What the hell? I do know that that's most of a realtor's job is just kind of getting ghosted and or blocked at the end of something if people just aren't ready to make the move. So... It's not, it is part of the job, I think. Like that is. Yeah, that's part, part of the it. it's job. Sales. It's sales. It's sales. He wants to get the, he wants to get the offer. So I'm just like, just, you know, and, and see, the thing is, is that like, she, she does this thing where she doesn't want to upset people, but then she'll flip it and make it their fault for making her upset them. You know, like, it's like, well, you, I've been telling you and you're making me feel bad because I have to tell you that I can't, you can't be my realtor. And it's like, that's his job. His job is to get a sale. So that's the whole thing. And John just left a voicemail on my phone. I don't know what it says. Oh no. But play it right um, now. Play it right now on the, on the show. I'll play it. Okay. Well, she does that. I have a, I have one story. We're going to get out of here. I know Jay's. Looking at the clock. Dude, do you need to go watch Eurovision right now? It's taking place in Italy. And Ukraine's the favorite to win, but I'm cheering on Spain. Isn't but I think it DVR'd right now? It. Huh? Isn't it DVR'd? It's on uh, Peacock. So we have Peacock. Paul started it. But uh, truly, I told him I might just go in and out of it until I see the ones that I want to see. I just have one story to tell really quickly, and then we'll get yeah, out fine. of here. Yeah, and then uh, let's see what Lori's going to play. Right. Here, here we go. Ow. Baby girl, I just got done having a tour uh, with your mom and your aunt. It was wonderful. They were very sweet. The house is beautiful. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. Hopefully we get to put it on the market real soon because it's, uh, it's a really nice house. And the whole time I was hoping that you were just going to like pop out of like a closet or, or somewhere and like hit me with a pillow or something. So I miss you, and uh, we need to hang out because I totally, I totally thought you were gonna be, be hiding somewhere and jump out, or be like in the backyard drinking a lemonade. Uh, so now, now I really need to hang out. 
really, really need to hang out. All right. I'll be back. Lori, oh, do you have a history sweet. of popping yeah. up and scaring this man? Or what makes him think that? Your aunt does, but not, uh, aunt, not you. No, because he had told me he was going to go to the house. So I think maybe he thought that I would try and surprise him. But I, I just didn't want to drive all the way down there. <laughs> also, so, a side question. Should we call you baby girl from now on? Oh, yeah, baby, baby girl. He call, so we've known each other since I was like 17. So he calls me he calls me baby girl dorky. And I call him Jew Bear. Because when we were, when he was, uh. Oh yeah, because you guys met about 2006. Yeah. When, when yeah. were you, tw- when were you 21 again? I'm sorry. Uh, 21? Mm-hmm. Let me see. Uh, oh, I can't do the math. Wouldn't it be 2006 or 2007? No. I was 18, so it'd be. Oh, wait, 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 wait. 2008. Okay, so 2008, you were 21. So like 2005, 2006, you were like 17, 18. Wait, no, I think it was 2007. When's your yeah. birth year? 1986. Okay, so 2006. So t- you were 20. 20. So 2007. Yeah, two, two, so yeah, 2007. So you Sorry. were 20. So you were 20. Sounds about right. And you called him Jew Bear in 2006. I've been calling him that since I was 17. Oh, I'm never, it doesn't mean you were only racist in the year 2006. Anyway. So, uh, well, I'm very anxious to hear what happens with you and John Shevsky. But, you know, uh, really quickly, so I have a friend. I'm going to have to be a little gross. And I wouldn't call this name dropping at all. I don't think he's a name. But I'm a friend with a guy named Jonathan Cake, who's an actor. And I don't know if this show's still on the air, but he's on a show called Stargirl. It's a DC Comics show, right? And he plays a character known as The Shade, Okay. And I've known oh. about that. Oh. <laughs> I could have given some pointers. Yeah. No, I was going to do, wait, you know, whenever I want to find things, I cannot find it right when I want to. No, find it was canceled. Oh, it was canceled? Okay. Yeah. So, CW, I think it was CW and they just slaughtered a lot of their lineup. Well, yeah. this was canceled and it was only one season, 2021. Oh. Yeah. And I think it's just Shay was just like a recurring character. But anyway, so, um, Evil John calls me and he's like, John Paul just told me that you know Jonathan Cake. And I was like, uh-huh. And he goes, will you get something signed for me? And I was like, no. But also must because of the pandemic, I wasn't seeing Jonathan Cake, right? Yeah. Well, when Jonathan Cake called me, he needed a favor. So we get to chat. He's all, I want you to come over that. Oh, because Jonathan and his family are moving to England at the end of June. He's like, so I want really? to see you. Yeah. I want to see you. Jonathan's That's British. That's where he's from, though. Yeah, right? he's British, yeah. yeah. Oh, his wife is amazing. Jul- I didn't realize he was married to Julian Nicholson. Oh, yeah, she's he great. is. She's amazing. I love her. She's a great person, too. So he and his family are moving to England and um, whatever, right? So he thought, come to the house. Uh, it was actually supposed to be this Sunday, but it before the COVID thing got moved to the next Sunday, to the 22nd, right? And, um, but... When it was the when it was supposed to be the fifteenth, uh, I I text John, and I go, "All right, I'm going to see Johnny Cake. I'll have him sign your stupid toy singular, right?" And he's like, oh my god, it's amazing! Thank you. And I was just thinking, he already had it. I see them all the time. He'll just hand it to me when I see Johnny Cake. I'll have him sign it. End of story. Oh my fucking god. What did I fucking do? I get blown up every day with about 30 text messages. 
that he's ordering a bunch of toys, right? And because the ones he has, he doesn't like the boxes for them. And that the ones he likes, he's going to need to get me a silver plate so that he can sign it with. And he doesn't know what color Sharpie pens they get, what color. Like, I'm not even joking. For the past week, a hundred text messages, right? So then, regarding toy. Yeah. So then uh, yesterday I got a text message with a tracking number. He's like, this is coming to the house Monday, May 16th. And I go, I already told you I'm going to be there the 15th. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what? And I go, you are so fucking lucky it got moved. Right? Yeah. That night that he texted me that, I get, I don't have the box here. I get this like, it's not a giant box, but when you tell you what's inside, you'd be like a gigantic box, like the, about the size of a bread box, I would say. Right. I don't know who has a bread box anymore. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Joe Batanz? Like, what is this? I thought a sponsor sent me this. It's. He sent me Sharpie pens. Right? And I'm like, what the fuck? I just had two Sharpie pens. Then, yesterday, he calls me and he goes, because he and John Paul. Was he didn't trust that you could get, you could acquire Sharpies? I have about a whole can of Sharpies here, right? Gold, blue, red, orange. I'm looking at them right now. Then about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We get it. <laughs> anyway. So, um, so then last night he calls me. Ring, ring. Are you going to be home in an hour? And I go, yes, but I can't see you because I'm exposed to COVID. I got to drop something off. And I go, well, you could drop it off. But I'll just t- text me when you do it and I'll pick it up. I never get a text message, right? It's like Adam Slander all over again. Yeah. And my dad. Oh, we never talked about why Adam Sandra picks something up for me. Um, my dad this morning goes, why is this on the front door? I should have brought it in here. And it's a, a, a shade action figure. And he goes, so, and on, on the ring, there's like some figure shows up and just drops it at the front door. And I go, ugh. It was Evil John. So now I'm going to take this Fakakta doll. And it's, it's turned, I was trying to do something nice, and it's turned into a thing. Well, I mean... Would you have expected it to go any differently? I just literally, I see them all the time. I'm literally going to be like, here's the doll. Maybe even here's the pen. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. And I get it signed. And the end. Right? No. It's a whole fucking production. I'm over it. Oh, by the way, Mer- uh, so Lori calls me last week. And she's like, um, I told the story about who did I take to meet Chris and Mercedes? Lori? Uh, I want to say Shannon. Did oh, you no, well, Shannon's known them for years. She raised her kid. Right? Oh. But Shannon and I were Chris and Mercedes. And um, Lori goes, will I ever get to be Chris and Mercedes? And I go, <laughs> no. And she goes, so but I you tell- could pay, But you could pay to support them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I saw Chris and Mercedes on Monday and I told them this story. And, uh, they were like, no, we insist that Lori come out and meet us. So, Lori, you have been officially invited Aww. to the house. Uh-huh. I did Yay. say, I did tell Lori, I did tell Mercedes, well, not her by herself. I have to have Shannon and Jay there, too. And she's like, okay, that's fine. I, go, I can't. <laughs> Why I can't, not me by myself? Mm, I just can't do that. I've never met Shannon in person. I'd love to, like. You've never met there. Shannon in person? She's great. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, she's no, amazing. No, I only talked to her via Zoom or this. And then, uh, but. 
Chris and Mercedes I've seen a couple times, and they're really sweet people. So that would be a fun hangout. Yeah. Jay, why don't you plug your play? <laughs> if you're in the L.A. area, come t- to Space Captain Captain of Space from Boomstick Theater. You can find tickets online. If you're in L.A. and you want to go with me next weekend, presuming I don't catch COVID, uh, hit me up on Discord or PM me. And maybe we can arrange uh, an afterthought visit to uh, Jay's play. Lori, what about you? What's going on with you? What do we got to be aware of? Uh, bloody podcasts. And that's it. All right. Well, there you go. Well, Jay's going to go watch Eurovision. Uh, Jay, break a leg tonight. Thanks so much. Yeah, and... break both legs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>